Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? So I'm recording this as we are moving in to the Thanksgiving week and just really about to put the accelerator pedal down on holiday season. And instead of (laughs) coming on here to do some lovely podcast on um, thankfulness and gratitude. I want to talk about shopping. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) I am in the mood to talk about shopping because I feel like we, this is kind of the time, it's like we're a bunch of racehorses being held back behind the gate, you know, like let me out to do the shopping. You know, we're just anticipating Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all the sales and it makes us just go a little bit crazy in our heads and i was thinking about this because i used to be one of those people that would get up at the crack of dawn um, on black friday and you know go shopping and get the deals and stuff but i don't live in a big city anymore um and you know i live in a small town and we don't have that i live like an hour from any kind of bigger type city so i don't do that anymore But man, I used to love me some Black Friday shopping. And what you have to understand is I come from bargain shopping stock. Like it is in my blood, in my bones, in my DNA. I am both from my mom and my dad. I mean, I was raised on TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Target. You know, I've been trained to go straight for the clearance rack you know, in the end aisles at Target, you know, because that's where they keep all the deals on the, their clearance on the um, end aisles, you know, and um, just always my mom, she still does, gets up and hits the deals on Black Friday. And so, I mean, I am a sucker for a sale, okay? Like paying full price for something is almost insulting, you know? (laughs) It's hard to do when you see how much they mark things down. and I love me a good deal. But here is the problem. My house is cluttered with good deals. I've got good deals spilling out my closets and my drawers and my garage, you know, and lots of these things still have the price tags to loan, you know, and what it has made me think about and what I've really been working on, I've been actually working on this for years, is just to be a better steward you know, of my finances and of my space. You know, I think there's this, it's almost kind of this weird backwards mentality that we think we're being good stewards by, you know, saving money on all of these deals and such. But are we really, when we have stuff, all this stuff in our 
spaces um, with things that we don't use or wear. Do you know what I mean? And so that is one piece of this, you know, just really um, bringing this attention to at this time of the year, being good stewards of our finances, of um, our spaces, but also just, you know, this consumerism at Christmas is just so double OC. That's what my BF and I always say. It's just double OC, out of control. And so it gets just so out of control, right? All the stuff. And it's gotten to where at this time of the year, I start just getting anxious and start like snapping at my kids. Like, we're going to have to clean out the closets. We're going to have to clean up your room. My daughter and I just did a complete, or let's be, let's be clear. I did it. We just did a total cleanup of her room. I went in there and threw a whole trash bag of stuff away. And then I invited her in. <laughs> it's like, okay, now you choose what you really want to keep here. Um, you know, Christmas is coming. You're going to get some new stuff. And let's pass this on to some kids that would be really happy to have this. But I just, I start getting anxious about the things that are going to be coming into the house. And and so that alone makes me a little bit crazy. So there's that. There's just, you know, being mindful about that and, and trying to make my kids more aware of this as well. So there's that. But also what I have realized over the years um, is that I let my quote unquote style, you know, not that I have style, but whatever representation of clothes I'm wearing in the world, my style, I, you know, pretty much was letting that be ruled by bargains and sale prices. Um, and to some extent, my home decor as well. Okay, like if it was on sale, and I halfway liked it, you know, I would buy it. Um, and you know, I would choose my clothes because of the bargain price. Like that was the main, that was the the baseline choice, like, okay, what's the price? And, you know, ooh, this is a good deal. I'm going to get it, you know, more so than how it looked or even felt on my body. How many times have you done this? Um, have you tried something on and the fit is kind of off, but you're like, well, it's such a good deal. I cannot pass it up. I can't tell you how many good deals I have in my closet that I just... I will wear so sparingly, but if I do, I put it on and it just, it's in my brain. Like the thing that bothered me and, you know, when I was trying it on still bothers me and bugs me all day. Like that little niggling feeling in the back of your head that it's not quite right, you know, but you wear it anyway. And the thing is, the worst of it is, I mean, you're not doing your body any favors by settling for clothes that do not fit you or flatter you. Okay, no matter your shape or your size, clothes can totally enhance your body, your body type and play up your strengths and really accentuate, um, you know, what you feel good about. Um, or it can accentuate the places that you don't feel good about. Okay. And all of this sounds very, I don't know, maybe vain and surfacy. But truly, it has to do with this feeling of confidence, you know, and, um, and so it's why I want to bring attention here because I know a lot of us struggle with, you know, how we look and what we weigh and um, clothes really do make a big difference from that. And if you are basing everything because of a bargain price, you know, you may not be doing your body a solid. 
Okay. So one of the best things that ever happened to me was when one of my friends told me that she, she said I had a long torso. We were talking about it. I don't know. We were talking about body types and shapes. And I was like, well, what, what do you think I am? And she was like, oh, you have a long torso. I said, I do. I mean, I had, I had no idea. I'd never even realized that thought of that, you know, um, and what she didn't say, but what I figured out later, because I went and Googled it was that people with long torsos often have short legs. Okay. And this is so me. I mean, I have, you know, this long torso kind of a, you know, a smaller waist, I'm, I'm more narrow up top, but then everything is bigger on the bottom. Um, and my legs are like squatty. Okay. And so once I figured this out, this made so much sense. Things started making sense. And once I kind of understood my body shape, I was like, no wonder super low cut jeans and ballet flats don't work for me. Okay. They make my legs look even squattier. All those years I wore those really low slung seven jeans, you know, those super low cut. I mean, that was what was in style. That wasn't really a bargain, but this also goes for, you know, what may be in style, but what may not serve you. Um, those were not serving this body type right here because all it did was make my legs look even squattier than they are. And same with ballet flats, you know, little rounded ballet flat shoes. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. And every time I wore them, I'm like, I just do not like how I look. Like my legs look just chunkier than, you know, they really should. They're not, it just did not flatter my legs. So this started really making um, sense to me. Um, and then it also made sense why, you know, I would wear wrap dresses. Um, and then like the wrap would come like right under my boobs instead of my waist, <laughs> you know, like, because my torso was so long, it doesn't fit me right. And but I would still buy some of them because I thought they were, you know, cute, or they were a great price, but it just still did not it didn't fit me right. And so it looked funny. Um, and then also, it made sense why I was so drawn to stripes. Okay, you know, we always hear don't wear stripes because it makes you look whiter. Well, stripes on me, I was like, I don't know, I feel like they work for me. Um, and it's true for people with a long torso, that stripes can be flattering. Okay, so these were all things that I was like, Oh, my gosh, that one sentence that my friend told me, I was like, Oh, opened up this whole new understanding of my body type. And you know, the clothes that I put on it. Now, what's interesting is that my best friend, she is like the total opposite body shape um, that, that I am, okay? And we can wear the same size, but the clothes that we would wear, you know, would not flatter us at all in the same way. She's got these long, skinny legs, um, and then she's more broad across the shoulders and then the waist, you know, and then like I said, I'm opposite. I'm more narrow up top and then thicker down below. So um, yeah, we could wear the same size, but the same clothes are not going to serve us. Okay. Um, several years ago, um, it also makes me think of my sister-in-law because I took uh, her shopping several years ago at the request of my mother-in-law, my younger um, sister-in-law. She's just not into clothes. She's not much into dressing up and it's just her personality. She's just this beautiful person and um, not at all vain <laughs> at all, but she's got this cute figure and she would just wear these big baggy t-shirts and like these pants that just, 
you know, didn't really serve her. And she needed, she needed to step it up a little bit in her adult life with some new clothes. So my mother-in-law gave us the credit card. I mean, this was, this has got to be at least 10 years ago. Oh yeah. No, it was like 14 years ago because she had a baby. It was after she had her first baby. And, um, and so we went shopping and, um, you know, like had her try on these things and I'm like oh my gosh there you are there is your your body you know I can see you now and um she just looked amazing and she's like I love this you know she felt really good and confident in what she was wearing and it just made all the difference in the world you know um and just accentuating um what what was really working for her and her shape and her size. And, um, and so that was awesome. So if you, if you've never even thought about this, you might know your, your body shape. Um, maybe you know these things about yourself. If you don't, um, ask a friend, ask somebody. I mean, it's like, you don't really exactly, maybe not know it to Google. I would never have known to Google, you know, long torso person, <laughs> unless my friend would have told me that. Um, but you might ask a friend to say, you know, what kind of body shape do you think I have? Or, you know, what do you think are my strengths um, um, in my figure? And so it can really help. And then you can Google along and figure out what works for you. Okay. So the thing is, you know, I, I still love a good bargain. I mean, I love it. I get so much satisfaction but I don't let that be the driving force behind my purchases, okay? Not anymore. It used to be a major factor in my purchase. And now, you know, if the stars align and I love it and, and it's a bargain price, then it's just like the best feeling in the world. But I don't let that be the deciding factor. So now what I ask myself if I'm trying something on is like, would I pay full price for this? You know, do I love it that much that I would even pay full price. And what I do is apply the feast to fast, um, heck yeah principle to it. And this, you know, is what I teach in feast to fast when we get to the last two weeks and we are really, um, deciding what our, our kind of fun carbs are going to be, you know, the, the treat carbs, the, the carbs that aren't good for you, but the ones that you you like and you don't want to have to give up for forever, like maybe, you know, cookies or wine or, you know, whatever it may be, tortilla chips or um, tortillas or pasta or any of those. You know, I ask my Feast of Fasters to list their top 10 heck yeah foods um, and really be sure um, to know what is worth it to them to define that. And so when I, you know, I'm out there shopping, I mean, I still go to the clearance racks. Um, I still, you know, love to shop the sales and I will try to shop them. If I can get what I like and it's on sale, like I said, I'm all about it. But I want to make sure that I really love it for what it is and don't just like it because it is super cheap. You know, I've also gotten um, better with, you know, having, I guess, closed criteria, you know, knowing what, what cut and what colors are good on me. I just recommend everybody do this. You know, like for me, I know that jewel tones work really well. I love navy and um, like a dark purple. I wear a lot of black. Um, I'm also just a very practical person who doesn't want to spend a lot of time thinking about how to put clothes together. And so I'm very like basics, you know, basic 
clothes that work well together, you know, you know, not too many colors, but jewel tones do work well on me. Um, like racerback tanks, that shape really works on my um, top half, you know, to it better accentuate my strong suits. And then like, you know, on the bottoms, I'm always wearing something dark, you know, like dark jeans, um, I would never wear prints on my, on my bottom, like all you gorgeous people that can wear leggings and tights and work out things with really bright colors and patterns. Mm, not this girl that would draw all the attention to the place that I don't want any attention. <laughs> so, you know, you just figure out what works for you. Now, none of this means that I'm a, I'm not a fancy shopper, you know, like I, I shop at Target and Old Navy and Gap and Banana and, um, you know, all that good stuff. In fact, I had a, um, I had such a pretty woman experience <laughs> the other day. I walked into this shop, which I don't ever go in because the prices are ridiculous, but it had been like many, many years since I'd been there. In fact, this is kind of funny. This I wasn't going to even talk about this, but this works really well with what we're talking about here. I went in there many years ago and, um, you know, they bring you champagne and they're all fancy. And then the price tags are like, you know, $600 for a tank top. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I would spill something on that and it would, that would be it. So I, I mean, no way, Jose, but, um, I was looking around and I really don't like people bugging me when I'm shopping. It makes me feel pressure. I want them to go away. But anyway, they were hovering, hovering and, um, they're like, Oh, you got to try on these jeans. You've got to try on these jeans. These are like the best jeans you will love. You will have them forever. And I was just feeling the pressure. So I was like, okay, I'll try on the jeans. Well, it turns out I really did love the jeans and they really did. They were flattering and they looked good and they were like $188. Now I know, you know, jeans are so much more expensive now. I mean, I can remember like guest jeans when I was growing up and Zeke Haverici and begging my mom to like, you know, blow some dough on those for me. But you know, now jeans are like $150. So $188, um, it is that's expensive to me. And it just is, it's expensive. But I was, you know, it was after I think my second baby that I got these and I was just really wanting to feel good in my body and wear something cute. So I ended up buying those jeans. And that's funny that I'm doing this now because a week ago I went to put them on and there was a big hole in like, not a, you know, not a cute hole, like in your knees, like fashionable. No, it was like in my crotch. I don't even know how that happened. So, you know, they're done, blew a hole in my favorite jeans. I mean, I've worn these jeans in like every Christmas picture we've taken. I have worn the heck out of them over the years. I got every penny worth it. You know, they were totally worth the full price, you know, and, um, and I just loved them. So those jeans, you know, bit the dust. And I was, um, in Marshall's, um, recently also, and you know, trying on some stuff and I picked up a pair of lucky jeans and I tried them on and I was like, ah, oh, these are, they're like 39 99. I love that price. So I tried them on and you know, they looked pretty, they look good. They look okay. They looked pretty good. So, you know, I brought them home. I bought them and then I, it just dawned on me, you know, it is so much better for me to buy, I think I'm going to buy another pair of the $188 jeans. You know, they lasted me a really long time because what I'll tend to do is buy like three or four pair of jeans to make up for like that, you know, that are okay. They're okay jeans instead of spending the money on the jeans that I love and really wearing them 
all the time and getting really good use out of them. So um, I've put those on my Christmas list this year. Oh, and you can go and look at my, I put them on the, the Christmas list that I put out every year, just kind of some of my favorite things to that I want for myself or that you might, you know, suggestions that you could buy for friends or family. And so you can go to my website, thechristiannutritionist.com and see the genes I'm talking about. Um, so anyway, that was just kind of fit in really well here um, that I've, you know, gotten better about um, just, you, you know, embracing clothes for, you know, if they work for me based and not based on you know, the price. Okay. Um, and so I wanted to I just encourage you to do that too. Some of you might remember, um, a couple years ago, I did a capsule wardrobe experiment. Do you, were y'all around when I did that? So a couple summers ago, um, in my, in the Christian nutritionist community, which is the free group on Facebook that, um, I post in a lot. It's different from the Christian Health Club. Those are that's my membership group where you can become a member after you've done Feast to Fast. Okay, it's like my um, my client, my priority client membership group. But in the big community, um, several years ago, over a summer, we read three books that were all um, about kind of the French lifestyle. One of them was. Um, French women don't get fat. And so we just really looked at, you know, how French women eat and how they, um, how they approach food. We read um, French kids eat anything. So fascinating the way that they, uh, you know, their mindset, um, their discipline around food with their kids. You know, I need to go revisit that. I revisit these books quite often because I, they're really inspiring to me. And then this last one called Lessons from Madame Chic. And it's all about a, um, it was a, a girl who lives was from California and she moved to France as a transfer student or exchange student, you know, for a semester, lived with this French family, really observed how um, the host mom really, you know, just wore, had a very simple wardrobe um, of only a few things that she, you know, they were high quality um, clothes and she wore them regularly. And, um, and so it inspired this, um, American exchange student to try a capsule wardrobe. And so she narrowed her wardrobe down to 10 items. Okay. So I'd read this book several times and I wanted to try a capsule wardrobe, but I was like 10 items. Dude, that's whoa, that's a little extreme. So I actually narrowed mine down to 30 items and then I blogged about it. So if you want to go read about that whole experiment, I, um, I pared my closet down, got rid of so much stuff to 30 major items and that's what I wore for three months and I also was not allowed to buy anything else and it was hard y'all it was hard so I just kind of documented documented my experience as I was going through it and it's on my blog if you search um capsule wardrobe diaries and it was a great experiment and what it made me do was really focus in on you know more clothes quality what works for me what um you know, just simplifying, just this idea of simplicity and minimalism appeals to me so much. And yet I just struggle with bringing stuff in the house. I mean, I'm, I'm preaching all this to you right now, but really I'm preaching to myself because it's an ongoing battle that I have to be vigilant about, you know, 
those of you that follow me during the capsule wardrobe, you'd be so disappointed <laughs> in my closet now because, you know, I did so well and I really stuck with that. And, um, but after a while, you know, these habits kind of started creeping back in, like buying more things. And, you know, before you know it, you just have this closet full of clothes, some with the tags still on, you know, um, and some that, um, aren't just kind of in your, your top notch of what, you know, you really, really like. And so it's also another reason I wanted to do this is just, I'm trying to be more aware and vigilant as we go into this season and not to bargain shop my body, you know, or bargain shop my home, you know, to get on and to go shopping or to get online and be like, what bargains can I find? Instead of going in with, you know, something that you need, like my jeans. Like I have no, I'm going to wait for, um, for Black Friday and Cyber Monday to see if they put them on sale. But if they don't, I'm going to buy them anyway, because I love them and I, you know, know they work for me. But not to go in looking for what deals I can get, but just to have what, you know, make the list of the things I want to buy for other people um, or, you know, tell my parents they're always wanting ideas. Just tell them really like what, what I want and, um, and let that be the case and not just buy things because they're on sale. You know, that's when we just, our homes are so just cluttered and I just, uh, it just stresses me out to think about all the stuff and putting it away and finding homes. I swear, like there will be things that are still sitting on my dining room table six months after Christmas. I'm not even kidding because I just don't know what to do with it. So let's not fall into that trap. And, you know, also I wanted to bring this idea up of bargain food and free food because as you move into, um, you know, this season, which is, you know, people are, we're doing a lot of eating, a lot of shopping, a lot of eating, you know, hard on a body, um, hard on a purse, hard on your checkbook, your credit card, but your bank account, really. Um, but I think, you know, we go, we get this mindset. Um, okay, well, let's just talk about like free food holiday. I mean, everywhere you go, there's like candy bowls out and cookies out and buffets and people giving you stuff and, um, you know, specials and all of this stuff. And we just tend to eat unconsciously or eat more because we're like, well, it's only in this season. It's the only time I'm going to get it. This is the only time I do it, you know? Um, but that really gets us into trouble. That is what, you know, packs on the pound so that when we hit January, we're starting like with, you know, more problems than we had in before the holiday season, you know, we're just, we pack on that weight and then it just makes it so much harder to um, turn it around. It's just so discouraging. And so I would ask you, and this is, you know, what, again, teaching my Feast of Fasters right now, it's why I always run a holiday round, um, is right now we are, we're just really getting into the heck yeah weeks and, and listing out what's worth it to you. And just, you know, is candy your thing? Do you absolutely love candy? Like for me, I can pass by, you know, Passover candy. It really does nothing for me. Um, but you put a, you know, a, chocolate chip cookie. Like I love that. And that would be a heck yeah for me. That would be worth it. Um, you know, but just there's certain things that just don't really float my boat, but you know, back in the day I would just kind of eat it unconsciously cause it was there. And so I want you to be mindful of that and, and not have that mentality of like, Oh, it's free, you know, or, Oh, it's cheap, you know, cause cheap and free food are not going to serve your body. Just like 
you know, cheap um, bargain clothes um, may not serve your body. Maybe they will. Maybe they, they're just like all the stars line and they're the, it's the perfect fit and you love it and it's a good price. That's like, ah, you know, the angels are singing, but that, you know, it's rare. So I just want you to be um, discerning, you know, bring some discernment into your food choices always is what we're always trying to do you can have some of the things just not all the things make those some of the things really really worth it to you and when you are shopping for yourself or your clothes for your home do you love it i mean there have been so many times i've had so many like throw pillows and blankets and just little knick-knacky things or frames or whatever it is that just you know, don't light lamps, just, you know, go to Hobby Lobby. Oh, it's the lamp sale week. I better get a lamp, you know, <laughs> just, or whatever Hobby Lobby kind of whatever sale they're having. I'm like, oh, I'm sure I need a new mirror. So I'm gonna get one of those. And it's like the most hodgepodgey, you know, there's no style about it, you know, in my home when I'm just like putting these random things together because they are, you know, on sale and I don't really need it. You know, I'm letting this my style, again, be defined by bargain prices. I mean, you think about it that way, it's just like, uh, palm to forehead, why do we do that, um, you know? And it's, it's not being the best steward um, of what you have, you know? And I think that if we would stop buying all these little cheap bargain things and just really save and spend on what's worth it to us, even if it's a, you know, $15 shirt at Old Navy, but if it works for you and you love it, great. Buy those, you know, but don't buy the the totally bargain price, you know, wrap dress where the wrap's right under your boobs and it doesn't work for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's not let our our style be dictated by bargain prices. That's just really what I want to drive home for you here. Um, and, um, and also don't let your, the way that you feel and what you put in your body be dictated by what's free or what's cheap, you know, or what's on sale. Um, my mom, I just, God, I love her. And she's taught me so well. I mean, my parents have really taught me to you know, it's like one of those blurses that I talk about. It's a blessing and a curse because, you know, I don't take money for granted. I love a good deal. Um, but sometimes it comes back to bite me in the butt. You know, this is so funny. My brother called a couple months ago and he was looking at this piece of furniture for Pottery Barn. He's like, it's so expensive. And I said, if you love it, get it. And, and he, we were just commiserating on the fact that, you know, it's like full price and, you know, we're just we don't kind of know how to deal with that. We've had to do a little, you know, recovery <laughs> from that, from being raised that way and, be, you know, letting ourselves, you know, have some splurges on things that are really worth it. Um, and so, you know, but my mom will, you know, if there's like a gluten-free um, cake mix on sale, she'll buy like 15 and then she'll give me like, you know, eight of the boxes. And I, I, I really do appreciate that, you know, because I use those. But if I have eight boxes of gluten-free cake in my pantry, then I'm so much more likely to make cake more often when I don't need to be. Um, so that's another thing. Um, but I do the same thing, you know, when I see something like that, I'll stock up on it, um, even if it's maybe not the best thing for me. So bargains can be a blessing, but they can also get you into trouble. And so um, as we move in, like I said, as we're moving into this um, super shop crazy season, I just want you to... Take a deep breath 
be mindful, be discerning, be intentional um, about what you're doing. Be good stewards of what you have, what you allow into your space, onto your body, into your body. Um, just, you know, have some, um, just have, a, a, you know, some more standards there about what you're going to allow in and not let it be based um, on a price. Okay, don't bargain shop your body. All right. So um, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Um, I hope it's a wonderful one. And, um, you know, happy shopping to you as well. Hey, yeah, go check out my Christmas list. Um, and if you comment in the blog post comments, I'm going to give away some um, some fun presents. Um, I did that last year too, and it was super fun to give away. So I have like three different things I'm going to send out just so if you, if you will comment on the blog post, I'll put you in the running. And then when I do the drawing on December 8th, I'll let you know if you won and then pop it in the mail to you. Just kind of a fun little bonus. So do that. And, um, please comment also with things that you're buying and what's worth it to you because I love ideas as well. So, um, thank you all for listening and indulging me on this um, topic of shopping and bargain shopping. Um, and if you are a bargain shopper and need to be a, a recovering bargain shopper like me, uh, let me know, let me know. I'm not the only one out here that's got this problem. Um, and that faces this issue that I have to be more vigilant about. All right, everyone have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.